Welcome to part two about election fraud on the political snowfall. I'm your host, the Melted Snowflake. Tonight we're having Patriotic Deplorables as a guest. That's patriotic.deplorables on Instagram. Make sure to give him a follow. And tonight we're going to be covering election fraud. And we really want to specify on Pennsylvania. That's going to be the primary topic of the voter fraud for tonight's episode. How you doing? Hey, how's it going? Uh, going pretty good. You? Uh, pretty good. All right. Well, I'm just going to get right on into it then. Sounds good. All right. So with Pennsylvania, you've heard obviously about all the BS that's been going on there, all the fraud. If I'm not mistaken, there were 2.5 million mail-in ballots sent out when there were only supposed to be 1.8 million sent out. Yeah, I was... Uh... I was actually watching this uh, interview by uh, uh, the Pennsylvania State uh, Senator Mastriano. He uh, he he was talking about how the reason, why, like one of the reasons why he's fighting so hard for this, is because he's receiving tens of thousands of uh, uh, basically complaints from all over the state, talking about how like some people. They never even registered for a uh, or sent in for a, a mail-in vote, and they received. He said that so far, the most he's heard from one person is uh, they received seven of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Pennsylvania, it's a pretty big state. It would be a pretty big gain for either of the two candidates, but there's been a lot of reports of dead people voting and we already uncovered one of the glitches which was 20,000 votes go from Trump go to Biden. Yep. Yep. I I also saw um I'm not I'm not entirely sure if this is in PA or not. It might not have been, but they uh they basically they they audited uh or they forensic audited two of the Dominion voting systems and they put the exact same amount of votes in for Trump as it did for Biden, and Biden came out on top. Well, that should definitely alarm people, no matter what state it is. Oh, yeah. But anyway, there's also been the mail-in voting. That's been a huge problem, but it's not the only problem that's been going on in PA. And Pennsylvania, it's been having updates basically every day, unlike the other states. I, I think that it's mainly because, especially, I don't remember who it was that said this, but they said, as long as every vote is counted in Pennsylvania, Joe Biden will win it. Wow. And th- this was before the election had even started, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know that apparently Joe Frazier, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but I heard that he voted in Pennsylvania, and he's been dead since 2011. Yeah, there's um, there's been a lot of dead people that voted in Pennsylvania this year. There was uh, there was one that they got like right when this like really first started when I uh, like Philadelphia was still counting and all that. They had uh, uh one of the Trump. Was it one of the Trump campaign workers? I uh, he was talking to one of his like it was like a really good family friend. I uh, who owned a a uh, 
graveyard pretty much in a, or a funeral home and uh one of the people that she just voted uh they buried them about what was it uh, i want to say less than a month before the election and uh when they went up and they they were because like in pa i don't know how it is in i uh, like every other state i know states vary but um in pa it you could look up to see if somebody voted but you can't see who they voted for but uh you could look up to see uh it's like public knowledge if you voted or not. And uh, they looked up this person and he voted. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, there were also several whistleblowers that came forward in Pennsylvania. And they said that they were ordered to start marking ballots that were marked November 4th that, and mark them for November 3rd, which is obviously pretty big. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, they've had they've had a lot of that. They uh, they had um, well, I mean, you have the the PA Supreme Court who tried to overrule the state legislature a few was it three weeks before the election that uh, and the Constitution dictates that the state legislatures, no matter which state it is, are the sole and only people who could determine the time place and manner of elections and the pa supreme court basically changed the the law three weeks before the election and that's another thing that that they're fighting over is uh how it's unconstitutional and how their ruling should be invalidated and that's basically one of the first things that they tried to bring up to the supreme court when i one of the justices said that i basically like they basically tried to change the law about when the mail-in ballots could be accepted at first uh i believe it was up to three days after the election as long as they were postmarked before it and then they tried to change or then they basically said that they or no at first before they changed it it was um until eight o'clock on election night when the polls closed and they changed it at first to three days after and then it went up to what was like four five six days after and they were uh at that point they didn't even care if they postmarked them by november 3rd or not they were just letting them send them in whenever they wanted Mm -hmm. and in pennsylvania they've been having issues all the time unlike every other state we we've just been getting a few updates here and there but pennsylvania it seems like we're getting updates all the time and oh yeah I think that's probably because it's a pretty large state when it comes to electoral votes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, and like we have, uh, I know the majority of these contested states, uh, along with PA have Republican controlled legislatures. And, um, our biggest voice right now is that I want to say Doug Mastriano. He, uh, the Pennsylvania state senator, he's spearheading everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty happy that Justice Alito, he stepped in and he said that you can't, you, you, you have to separate the ballots that came in after November 3rd. Yeah. Because that was, that was a pretty smart move. And they said they've been doing it, but there's not exactly any proof or assurance that they actually did it. 
Oh yeah, I've been thinking that ever since I heard that. Uh, I mean, if they won't even let people come in and or the uh, the uh, poll watchers come in and watch that, how do they know if they even separated any of them? Mm-hmm. And I know that they haven't really been doing a good job with any of the audits, and I know that many of the lawsuits have been getting shot down. And I know that Rudy Giuliani, he's been fighting very hard when it comes to Pennsylvania. And unfortunately, he got COVID and has been hospitalized. I'm not sure how well he's doing. I heard that he's doing well. But do you think that's going to slow down the process, that it's going to be to go to the Supreme Court? Uh, I think that they have a – like, he he has to have a big enough legal team to where they could keep it. They could keep it going. I mean, Giuliani, when I first heard that, it, it like – Oh my God, I it like killed me. I was like, well, here we go. Everything, it's it's all blown now. But I, uh, I I would think, and I mean, I know that uh, Jenna Ellis. I might be pronouncing her name wrong. She uh, she tested positive too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, it might slow it down. But now with Texas stepping in and starting that uh, that uh, lawsuit. And the uh, PA Supreme, or not the PA, the uh, the uh, Supreme Court, they ruled six to three uh, to basically hear the case. So I think like Texas stepping in was a huge play. Yeah, uh, and it's not just Texas that has stepped in; they're the they were the first ones to step in, which I think led to the others stepping in. But since they stepped oh, yeah. in. Arkansas, Alabama, Mississippi, South Carolina, Florida, Louisiana, Kentucky, and South Dakota have also stepped in. Yeah, it's it's awesome. When I I when I first saw that, and then I saw how uh, how everybody was saying how basically the uh, uh, PA or the uh, PA lawsuit got shut down by uh, by the Supreme Court, but. Um, I actually was just watching it on a Newsmax that I, it's still alive. I mean, it's, it's still docketed, but it's not being like, I, an emergency move through it. Um, it's, uh, I, my guess is that they're, they're going to prioritize the, uh, the, uh, Texas lawsuit along with the, was it so far 11 other States that stepped in. Uh, and, uh, yeah. And uh, I, I think that they're going to wind up prioritizing that over just the uh, just the case that was started by the Trump campaign in PA because this, with all these other uh, states stepping in, and actually they're stepping in uh, basically trying to disqualify a lot more votes than, uh, than originally would have been challenged by the Trump campaign. So I think I think that they basically just kind of put that one on the sidelines because this could be election determining. Whereas, I mean, even though the other one could have been too, but I, just because this one has a lot more ballots at stake, I think that they're going to really push for this one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one thing that I did want to point out is let's say that this election does not get overturned. We already know that. I think we both know that there's more than enough evidence that tons of voter fraud took place. Oh, yeah. So 
if this election is not overturned, it's really going to show the American people that their vote really does not matter. Yep. And I don't think that they realize what that means. There's really no other alternative than restarting our government, which would obviously be a bloody war. Oh, yeah. There's uh... – I mean, even just the majority of people that I know right now, they've always, like, basically when I was growing up, like, my uh, my whole time through through high school, through elementary school, middle school, all that, basically, everybody always said, uh, your vote really doesn't matter. And if if this happens, it'll, it'll be complete proof of that. Mm-hmm. If this happens, if Biden actually becomes the president through a fraud and our court system does nothing about it that it just shows that we have no control we could elect stalin without actually wanting him if that were yep. the case oh yeah and uh as of right now actually they're supposed to in those georgia state runoffs they're supposed to uh be using the dominion voter systems again mm-hmm. yeah and dominion they've been They've been exposed so much because of this election. And yep. I know that they did an analysis of it, and they actually did show some votes from Biden flipping to Trump. However, they were a lot smaller numbers than Biden. Where Trump, oh, only, yeah. got, where Trump he only got a few hundred from uh, Biden, Biden, he ended up getting tens of thousands. Yep. And I mean, just the whole, like, the whole, um, basically electronic voting systems as a whole is just it's so flawed because you could get i mean anybody can hack them i i uh my cousin he's a complete genius with computers i guarantee he'd be able to hack one of them Mm -hmm. yeah and i mean this kid's only 20 years old (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think that America First Patriot, he posted a video of a poll worker in Pennsylvania. I believe they had live cams of what was happening, and it showed a woman filling in ballots. Yeah, that, I mean, honestly, like, the way, see, like, the way that Pennsylvania is, I mean, first off, I didn't even think that there was a, a, a chance of PA going blue which there probably wouldn't have been if it wasn't for this fraud. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I, uh, the way it is for like the most part in PA is like you have the people who, who are like the either just straight up diehard Trump supporters. You have the people who just vote for him because he ran as a Republican. And then I, but like the people who, who hate him around here, like they, they hate him. And I mean, you have these people who spent the last four years rioting, protesting, all this stuff. And then you have the same people out there counting ballots. Mm-hmm. I, that, it's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. So I do want to point out one thing when it comes to the Dominion voting systems. So as you could probably recall, there were eight states that were not counted because they were having some issues they were not counted on election night. Those states were Alaska, Nevada, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. And I'm not sure if I mentioned this, but also North Carolina. So 
we'll just use these states for now. Alaska, we already know that was going to go red. There's really, if it went blue, that would have been clear sign of fraud, basically. Oh, yeah. But, well, all right, so we can rule that one out. And then there's North Carolina. The only state that went red in in those seven states. The funny thing is that it is also the only state of those seven that did not have Dominion voting systems. Huh, I didn't know that. So that should also be a little bit it's not it's not it's not necessarily proof that Dominion is rigging the election. However, it is definitely quite a coincidence, if at all. Oh yeah. Alright, well they also have uh in those I believe it's in the Dominion voting uh, manual that there's back doors in them where it it literally tells them how to manipulate ballots. If I basically anybody who's working there, I who read the manual would be able to manipulate the ballots if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Now the other obviously. A lot of people they've lost their hope, and I can understand why. We've we we haven't really gotten any clear sign of winning. We've we see paths to winning, however, yeah. it, we're not sure if we have the time to do it, which is probably why a lot of people are losing hope in this election. Yeah, yeah. There's uh my uh, parents who they've never been like heavily into politics or anything, but. My uh, my uh, mom, she lost hope. My uh, my girlfriend, she is full blown convinced that I'm nuts for thinking that there's still hope. I, uh, and I mean, I'm not gonna like, I'm not gonna give up just because like, I mean, that's the that's yeah. the easy way. I mean, Trump could have just taken it on the uh, taken it on the chin and just called it quits as soon as it happened, but. Yeah, uh, he he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Earlier today, my mom said Joe Biden's going to be the next president because Georgia certified their votes, Pennsylvania certifying their votes, and all this stuff. And I said, I immediately said, "You didn't hear about the Texas case, did you?" Yep. And and she she didn't know at all what I was talking about. And it's kind of funny because she said this a few times that. Joe Biden is the next president of the United States because she she doesn't pay attention to politics like I do. Yeah. And every time she says this, I just end up bringing up all these things that have happened. And she just she starts thinking that there's a chance again. Yeah. And, and it's also because the media is not reporting on this. And as we know, Fox News, that even they've cut away from Kaylee when she was going to talk about the evidence that she has so far. Yep. And also, they uh, basically try to make her sound like a conspiracy theorist when they cut her off. Yeah, they also they also canceled Judge Janine uh, the week after the election when she was also going to cover election fraud. Yeah, yeah, they actually this is uh, uh, I actually heard a lot about um, like did the the different rules and stipulations that that they have on there, and um, I mean, you have. Uh, Tucker Carlson, who's basically locked into a contract, they have they have rules in the contract, literally telling him how long he could have his hair. 
uh, when when he first started there, he actually had to get it cut shorter because I guess he used to wear it longer. But they they literally have a stipulation in his contract for how long he could have his hair. So there's no way that they don't have stipulations in their contracts for what they can and cannot mm-hmm. cover. Yeah, and I know that a lot of people, they've been saying that Tucker Carlson, he, he joined the left. Now, I, I can't really say if that's the case or not because uh, – Sydney Powell, she's been on multiple people's shows. She's been on, I don't remember her name, but she's on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I think she's been on Sean Hannity a few times. Yep. And obviously, she gets a lot of ratings. So it might be that Tucker Carlson, he just wants ratings, so he's been trying to get her on his show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that too, and like, he is at, uh, I mean, he was already basically towards the top, if not the top, uh, for a while there, and um, that would have just skyrocketed his ratings. Yeah, I'm sure that I can't exactly say that he wants ratings. I can't exactly say that he's part of the left. I, I can't say any of that because they said that Sidney Powell has not presented any evidence of fraud, and. She did release the Kraken, if I'm not mistaken, which was all the cases of fraud. But that was this was before this happened. Yeah. And Tucker Carlson never exactly, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong, but I don't think he's ever said she has no evidence. I think he said she hasn't released any evidence. Yeah. Um, and then, too, one of the other things um, with them, I mean, even if you think about it from a – common sense point which the majority of us who pay attention to all this are i mean even if you just look at it and you say uh, okay well why wouldn't she be releasing this evidence everywhere well because that's basically yeah. giving her cards to the other team yeah she and, did find her hand before she presents it yep exactly and uh uh one of the things too my uh my girlfriend, she doesn't like, she doesn't pay attention to politics at all. I mean, she never even, like, she probably couldn't name you anybody else uh, in politics other than uh, our governor in Pennsylvania, who's a nut job, and, you know, Trump, Biden. She probably couldn't even name either one of the VPs. She doesn't really pay attention at all. So basically, like, when I come in and I show her, um, different stuff that has come out, uh, all this other stuff, because I mean, really like nobody's really hearing about this unless you are heavily into it. Like, like we are mm-hmm. and, uh, the other people, but I mean, nobody, nobody really pays attention too much to any of it. Um, and I don't know. It's just, it's nuts that the mainstream media won't cover it i mean even fox like nobody nobody will cover it the only time that i uh, cnn covered it was before the election which was when that i uh, that video came out i forget what his name is uh but when i tried to uh to look it up to show my girlfriend the video and basically say hey listen this the, the, this will explain it perfectly to you one of the paths to victory that trump has and um when i was looking that up it it was like, I want to say somewhere between two to six weeks before the election that they posted it, but nobody has posted anything since then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The media, they haven't really been covering it at all. 
the only the only time that they're covering it is really when they're trying to cover it up. Yep. And that's but, one of the biggest things too, because these people aren't covering it. And if he does pull this off and he does overturn the election and all that, the, everybody across America is going to be so surprised and so like mind blown. And then the media already calling it uh, way, way too early. All it's going to do is cause uprisings, riots all across the country. And there's literally no way to blame but the media. Yeah. And, you know, we only have a, about a week left before the Electoral College can vote on this, which they may not even. I, I don't think I've ever seen a time in history or I've ever known about time in history where they decided to go against what the states have decided. However, I think that there's a bigger chance that would happen this election because there's so there's still so much evidence of fraud yeah yeah there's um i actually saw that where i uh, i don't know if anybody really watches him on there but dr steve turley he uh this guy is awesome he knows like he knows everything he actually had a uh, uh senator or state senator mastriano on his uh on his show today and uh he was talking to him and basically uh before he even or i want to say it might have been the next video after he interviewed him but i uh, basically where that that whole december 14th thing it could be i uh, basically pushed back if they have sufficient evidence of fraud and basically if like something like this uh texas texas lawsuit uh along with the other states goes through and really has merit they could push it back mm-hmm. yeah and honestly i just it just really is surprising that all the states that were left all decided to go for biden Yep. After Trump had a massive lead overnight, all of a sudden we saw that Trump's lead in Wisconsin and Michigan all of a sudden got cut. Uh, Pennsylvania and Georgia, a few days later, they started dropping in Arizona. I think they called it way too early. Oh, yeah. And I think we did the math where we were looking at North Carolina and we already found out that it was literally impossible for Joe Biden to win it because there were more there were less votes out there than the gap that was in between Trump and Biden, but they didn't call North Carolina. However, there were still more than enough votes for Trump to win in Arizona. And then he would have beaten Biden. So there's still a possibility there, but they still decided to call Arizona and not North Carolina. Oh yeah. And just like how they called, I mean, I like, there's all those like rumors about there about how California like really went red and all that. I mean, I don't, I don't personally really believe it. I mean, maybe eventually one day they could go red, but I don't think that happened this year. Uh, but who knows with these Dominion voting systems and all that. But they have uh, – I think it was just mind-blowing to me that they called California before Texas, and Texas was was on the map for, what, an hour or two before California even showed up? And then mm-hmm. – I. They called California before Texas, and everybody wants to say that Texas is a swing state. Yeah. 
But that that would be pretty much just like saying that California is a swing state. Yeah, I know that Texas has been getting a little bit less red over the years because Californians have been moving to Texas because they fucked up their state. Yep. But Texas, I'd still say, is a pretty good red state. And with Florida, honestly, Florida, everyone was saying, was a swing state. This year, it looks like that Florida was a lot less than a swing state. It actually seemed like it was more of a solid red state, which I really really like because – it's like that there's another place where you can go and florida florida is actually a pretty nice place oh yeah i've i've been to florida a lot there's a uh one of my uh one of my friends actually he goes to school in uh florida and he was like he came back here to pa for like thanksgiving break and um he's he's been living in florida for almost three years now I want to say and um he was like he's like I don't, I don't know how you guys still do it in in Pennsylvania he's like he's like there's like nothing up here like really even open or any of that he goes down in uh down in Florida I mean with their Republican governor and all that their uh literally life is pretty much normal mm-hmm. which is amazing yeah and I know that uh Florida, it does have a higher Latino rate, and a lot of people, they love to say, well, Latinos, they typically vote blue, which is technically true. However, the Latino population in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, has a high Latino population, but most of those people are from Cuba. Yep. And they see what's happening in our elections and what the Democrats are calling for, and what they see is communism. Oh, Yeah. I mean, you could even just see that based off of uh, uh, Nelson Martinelli. Mm-hmm. I mean, his like his page. I mean, he has he has a ton of Cubans following him on there, and um, they. I mean, they know they they can see it. Like they can see how it started out, basically like like this, and where it went from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and back to Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken, on the on election night, Trump had a lead of about 700,000 votes. And yep. back to what I told you at the beginning, Pennsylvania, they had 1.8 million ballots that were sent out, and they received 2.5 million. And we know that mail-in votes typically go blue. Yep. And when there's seven hundred thousand extra votes that were mail in votes that were sent that were uh, received and Donald Trump he was in the lead by seven hundred thousand, that's also a little bit of a sign that there may have been some suspicious activity going on because his seven hundred thousand vote lead just all of a sudden just disappeared overnight. Yeah. Yeah, they uh but you would never hear – like, that's the other thing, too. Uh, so you would think regardless which party you're going for in a normal situation or which party you belong to in a normal state, I mean, if you're really a governor for the people, even if you like the outcome of what happened and mm-hmm. you, you, you have any type of common sense, decency, respect for yourself, the country, the state – you would want 
to have that investigated. Yeah. You wouldn't and, – and our our governor, Tom Wolf, this guy, he's he has to be one of the – oh, my God. One of the most corrupt, insane politicians that we probably have in Pennsylvania. Yeah, and with the Dominion glitch that they had where 20,000 votes went from Trump then went to Biden – if I'm not mistaken, the lead in Pennsylvania is about 60,000 to 70,000. So if you take away the votes that were given to Biden, which is 20,000, then give them back to Trump, that's going to close the gap by about 40,000. Yeah. And that's still not enough to overturn it. However, it's still a pretty good start. And just seeing what happened and how easily that happened, don't you think that just because it happened once, maybe we should investigate it again? Yeah, exactly. Because 20,000 votes is a pretty big difference. If it was just one vote, I could understand where you just say, oh, well, it's just one vote. But 20,000 votes, that was, that was more than half of the gap. Yeah, it, and especially in this close of an election. And on top of that, I mean, I still don't think that this election should be even this close. Yeah. Uh, I think that it should have been a blowout from the start. Um. But especially because, like, I mean, there, there there has to be more fraud than we even know about. And they, uh, I mean, especially in this close of an election, if you have 20,000 possible, um, possible or like, or like 20,000 votes that went from Trump to Biden, that's when you should forensic audit everything, audit all the signatures, audit everything. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the, the, uh, Pennsylvania's uh, Supreme Court, they're just trying to block everything at every stop that they possibly can. Yeah. I Honestly, I'd be happy if we did an audit in every single state, even the red states, because it just shows that we actually can question the results of our, our elections yep. and actually make sure that we are actually doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. And I'm going to quote Joe Biden on this. Democracy takes time. But now he's just declaring himself as the winner. Yeah, and and be- go ahead. Uh, before this, he said that, um, and like this is even going back, like uh, before election night, he said that he would wait. Or no, this is during one of the debates. I want to say that this is during the second one. They said that if if uh, he is being projected to be the winner on election night, um, or after would he declare himself the president-elect he said no not not until all the votes are counted any problems are resolved and what was it that a day or two later or the next day or whatever he was he was already calling himself the president-elect and then made up an office for himself yeah and not only that but Joe Biden, he seems to think that we're a democracy, we're a constitutional republic, but I'll I'll just say that we're a democracy just because he thinks that we are, and he says that takes time, and I think that elections in general take time, but according to Joe Biden, maybe maybe he's saying that democracy takes time, but since we're a constitutional republic, he, he just wants to make him sound like he's a reasonable guy. Oh, yeah. And... Um, I mean, personally, I think that especially after everything that's happened uh, with this election and 
could possibly happen in the future. I think that I, I mean, this might also be like you know, a pretty radical viewpoint, but I think that we should maybe like move the date up for when we have an election. So if something like this happens again in the future, we don't, we aren't having people literally rush and have like a month and a half to get everything together for election fraud. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, if anything, a lot of people would say, looking at our history, instead of we should be moving up the election further, because with the changes in technology, that, that should mean that we have a better system of doing this. That's what most people would think. However, as we've seen, the Dominion voting systems actually hurt our election a lot more than it would have helped. Yeah, yeah, it it hurt our election a lot more than it would have helped, even if people just hand-counted. I mean, I know that, that that would have taken forever and you would have needed a ton of manpower to get it done. But, I mean, if they would have – and, like, the whole thing is, too, I mean, if they would have just allowed the poll watchers to be there. Like, that was – that like, that's, like, one of my, my, my biggest things, even if they would have just allowed the poll watchers to be there. I mean, instead you got them putting up all the uh, – all those big poster boards across all the windows, uh, covering all the windows up so nobody could see in, especially in Philadelphia. And then you have the mayor of Philadelphia who, uh, when he was giving a speech down there, he was like, he was like, it's time for the president to put his big boy pants on and accept that he lost. And this is before they, this was like a day or two before they were even done counting there. And I'm like, well, how do you know that he lost if you guys are still counting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, they say Trump refusing to accept the results of the elections is a threat or something like that. Uh, if anything, I actually think that refusing the results of the election is actually, in a way, pretty good. Because what it's saying is that we can do that and actually ensure our election security. Oh, yeah. And I, they... I. Uh... And then also back to the whole like Philadelphia thing, they they have a history of fraud, yeah, and corruption all over the place down there. I mean, there's like there's there's cases all the time, and they want they want us to believe that I this one they they did everything strictly by the book, and then at the same time that that they're pulling that you got the same thing going on in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Donald Trump, he called that out with Philadelphia, how they have a history of fraud. And instead, what did they do? Instead of saying, no, we're, trust us, this is, there's no fraud, here's the proof. Instead, what do they do? They said that him saying this is racist. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. uh, yeah, they, I mean, anything that the guy says they'll try to spin it and make it sound like he's racist. And, but you have somebody like Joe Biden, who's actually done and said racist things in the past, but the media has, they don't, they don't talk about it. They're like crickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You probably heard about this, but the, the poll counters, they actually overstepped the permissions that they were granted when counting the ballots which is obviously a big sign of fraud because they're still counting ballots when they should be disqualifying them. 
even the state legislature of uh, Pennsylvania didn't grant this to them, but yet they still did it, which is another thing, since they're already counted, isn't that more grounds for an audit? Oh, yeah. I mean, you also have, um, I believe that they said uh, on average around 3% of mail-in ballots are deemed uh, fraudulent and tossed out. Uh, just in general, and um, the I want to say that in Pennsylvania you have zero point two percent of ballots of uh, mail-in ballots were uh, deemed invalid and tossed out. Mm-hmm. And obviously, we know that mail-in ballots they are more in favor of of Democrats. Oh yeah, which three percent could make a pretty big difference when it comes to the election oh yeah and i mean you also have uh like the whole the whole leading up to the election i mean i was posting it and everybody was basically posting it to uh to go and vote in person and um but i mean if you have uh voting machines where even voting in person you're 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 sliding that i that uh, ballot in, if you're putting the same amount of ballots in for Trump and Biden and votes are going to Biden, I mean, even voting in person didn't work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and obviously you voted in Pennsylvania. When you were at the polls, was there anything odd or that stood out there? Uh, The only things that really stood out to me when I... I went in there. I mean, first off, there's if, if I would have gone earlier, I would have seen I uh, like more of it where basically the people are standing out there campaigning for which is illegal for the uh, Democratic candidate. Uh, like literally as you're walking in, they'll go, can I like e- even in 2016, which is the first year that I was able to vote, uh, you're walking in and they're going, can I count on your vote for Hillary Clinton? And like I'm like no, and I sat there and die laughing at him. And um, uh, when I went there this year, I want to say that there was maybe only one person out there. Where as opposed to in 2016, there was probably like nine, ten people out there just badgering everybody as they were walking in. And um, I this year there was there was definitely less. At least when I went there, but I didn't get there until around seven o'clock at night uh by the time i got into work and uh all that and my uh, parents wanted to come over with me so which where i went to go vote at um it's uh an elementary school and it's literally because like where i work at it's like a few blocks away from my house and my parents are a block away from where i work and the place that we vote at is about a block away from them so uh, after work, I just drove over to my parents' house, parked my uh, my truck in front of their house, got out, walked with them over to um, over to our our voting place, and literally there was like it was like seven o'clock at night. We were the only ones there when we got there, and um, right after that or there was like maybe one or two people standing outside asking can i count on your vote for joe biden and all that then we go and we walk in and i mean for the most part though you could literally just tell 
uh, the people who were stay or who were sitting back there. Which first off, it it blows my mind every time I go to vote that because when I first went to go vote in 2016, um, I I had my ID out and ready, and then when they said, "Oh no, you don't need that," I was like, "What? Like, what do you mean?" So, um, but yeah, like this year, and I mean. The one year when I went there to go vote, because me and my dad have the same name, um, when I went to go vote, uh, they marked me down as voting for him. And then when he went there, they wouldn't let him vote, and they said that somebody already voted for him. And at the time, we just thought, oh, that's probably – they probably marked you down as me. But honestly, who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, it's just ridiculous, all the stuff that we've been saying. And I'm – pretty confident that we can we still have a chance obviously every day in my opinion i think the chance looks better every day but at the same time it looks worse every day yeah we keep on getting more evidence but we're also running out of time oh yeah um i mean i'm like that's that's the bad part i mean we're literally running out of time but there's more and more evidence piling up but you don't know if they're going to be able to show all the evidence by the time that they have to, because I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think they can push off the, the inauguration. So I mean, uh, yeah. yeah, like they, we are running out of time, and that's, I mean, it sucks, and especially with all the all the evidence that's coming out more and more, and I don't know. I mean, it's just. It, it's mind blowing how there's more and more evidence coming out or coming out, but we're running out of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd be a lot more confident if we still had another month or two. Yeah. So I, I, I'm pretty sure the absolute latest that we can do it is January 6th. Yeah. Yeah. But the, the thing is, the main question is when will it get to the Supreme court? Now, with Texas, thankfully, Texas stepped in because if they didn't or if no state stepped in, we probably wouldn't be able to get to the Supreme Court. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Texas can get it to the Supreme Court pretty easily. At least that's what it's sounding like. Oh, yeah. I mean, they uh, – like basically, too, what, I, what I've uh, read and seen is that if multiple states uh, basically deem that – one state or so had uh, way too many uh, infractions or or like way like way too many um, problems. They can basically say that okay, we need we we need to figure this out and um, basically kind of rule that one as unconstitutional. I mean, I don't know everything behind it. I really have to look into it more, but they. Uh, uh, basically, if they if they're saying that this state has way too many irregularities with it, um, and there's so many states that say that, they could basically rule out that state's vote as a whole, and then that's another way it could get to the whole one state or one vote per state uh, situation where Trump would win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. The only thing that we can really do is wait and see for this to happen. Yeah, yeah, it's 
And like, I mean, I, I hate waiting. I mean, I also have like, I have that, uh, that, uh, bet with the kid I used to work with, uh, and every single time that something decent looks like it's coming out, uh, leading to Biden, like today, as soon as it hit the, the, uh, papers that they were going to, um, that they were basically the way that, that the media was making it sound was that they were dropping the case in, uh, PA in the Supreme court. And as soon as that hit, he literally screenshot it and sent it to me and goes, it's over. I'm like, but no, it's not. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, he's not, he's not into politics either. I mean, he wouldn't. And then as as soon as I, I told him, I was like, but Texas just filed a loss or a uh, lawsuit with the Supreme court against Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Georgia. He told me that that was fake news. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, no offense to your friend or that guy, but he, he he sounds like an idiot. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a he's a complete uh, a complete moron. Yeah, and not not only that, but I re- remember when Trump he gave the permission for that prepare for Joe Biden to take uh, to take the office, and they said, "See, look, he just con- conceded." And yeah. If you have- and if you look into the actual reasoning behind it, if I'm not mistaken, it was because his staff was getting death threats. Yeah. Um, the, was it the, the uh, GSA administrator? Uh, she, yeah, yeah. They were like threatening her, her kids, her pets. I mean, basically any, anything that they could think of, they were, they were threatening it. And, um, that's when he and also as soon as he said that they could basically begin the the uh, transition, um, which is literally basically just giving Biden an office. Uh, they as soon as that that came out and that hit, he screenshotted that and sent it to me and told me it was over. Yeah, they keep on declaring that it's over, but it's not actually over. Yeah, yeah, and. He he literally always says that it's over, and then as soon as I send him stuff, because he also doesn't know anything about how elections work, how politics are. He doesn't know any of that, and uh, I, I mean, he's rooting for Biden, of course, and um, he doesn't know how any of that works. And then when I start to tell him how something works, he goes, "Oh, I fake didn't know news. that." Oh, I'm surprised you didn't say that's fake news. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, as soon as I told him that that about Texas, he goes, "Oh, well, that's fake news." And I was like, "But eleven sto- uh, eleven other states have joined Texas in the lawsuit." And he goes, "No, nah, that's fake." I'm like, how, "How is it fake?" Yeah, they can't just declare fake news and say that's it. Now, Trump he declares fake news. However, when he actually declares it, it actually turns out to be fake news. Oh yeah, I mean, just like when I um the whole thing with I uh, that Stormy Daniels after after the majority of that blew over and Trump was calling it fake news the whole time after that all blew over, uh she went for a interview. I forget what news station it was on, but she went for a uh, interview and she literally said that she never had any interactions with Donald Trump and um I don't think I saw a single mainstream media news agency or network cover it at all Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that actually showed me to uh, the Stormy Danielson. That actually showed me to always be prepared. Something may not always be true because I'm pretty sure at 90 percent of people, even Trump supporters thought that it was real. Oh, yeah. I thought that it was real. But once I found once I heard that she said, no, it, it, it never happened. Uh, that that really showed the kind of power the media has over people. Yep. Oh, yeah. As soon as they did it. Um, that was kind of one of the things that blew my mind the most was, especially after she basically retracted everything that she said, um, they didn't cover it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously they're not covering all the things that have been happening in Pennsylvania or just the election in general. Yeah, yeah, at all. And um, then when when people are wondering um, if he does turn this around and then people start wondering um, basically, oh, how did that happen? It's just going to be the media's fault. They didn't. They didn't tell anybody any of this as it was going on, mm-hmm. or anything. Yeah. Well, uh, if it does happen, which I hope that it will, I think that there's a chance that it will, and it's a pretty good chance. However, it's still looking smaller every day. Yeah. Do me a favor and just send a message to that kid and just say it's over. Oh my God, that's gonna be the first thing I say. <laughs> All right. Well. Thank you for coming on to my podcast. I'll have you on again another time, and I'll probably join you on Whiskey about this week. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right. Well, thank you. Have thank a good you. day. You too. Make sure to follow Patriotic Deplorables on Instagram at patriotic.deplorables, and I'll see you on part three for election fraud and the political snowfall.